0: Welcome back to the podcast, guys. My name is Andrew. I'm alongside here with Brandon. What up? And thank you for checking out our views on the sidelines. Episode number what? Fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. What a guy. We made it to fifteen. Appreciate you, Brandon, for everything you do, man. Yeah. I really, really really do. I don't want to be here at all. I understand you don't want to be here, bro, but I mean party over podcasting. Oh my god, bro. Oh yeah. I don't like this energy.
1: I just want to be making beats and crying.
0: Shut up. Anyways, um, let's jump right into it because honestly, we have a lot of Q and A's this week, um, but we're gonna get there. So we're gonna try to speed through this podcast today. Well, not too too much, but we're gonna try to get there. All right, man.
1: Well, uh, what did you think of um the Jack Del Rio's recent comments he was making?
0: All right. So th- for the people that who didn't really hear what he said, um, if everybody is, remembers. That June 6th... Um, the storming of the Capitol on June 6th, right? Yeah. I just want to bring this closer. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. i will go with your idea here. Put it in
1: front of me. Should, you should have been done that. <clears throat> Shut up. Oh, my ideas are always the ones that work.
0: You know what? Don't, don't yell at me. All right. So, everybody remembers... Or they should remember what happened June sixth last year, twenty twenty one, when, when it was official that Trump lost the election, and they stormed the, the state capitol, right? Yeah, remember that was a big debacle, yeah, it was a big old, issue, right? Big old mess. Right. So Jack DeRio came out on his Twitter.
1: Out of all places, it's the worst place to say anything. exactly,
0: and he called it a dust up. The one that just happened or the- The June 6th one. Oh, okay. Capital one. He called it a dust up. Now, he caught a lot of flack for that because it's a really, really touchy subject. Because basically what you're saying is people who are trying to overthrow- Because in a nutshell, this is what it is. Like, you're trying to overthrow the government while you're, you know, rushing the state capital. Yeah. Right? Especially when it's led and when it's basically started with our former president Trump. Yep. So for you to just call it a dust up is very, very, it's pretty terrible because of the fact that now you're basically saying I'm for that. Yeah. Let's overthrow our government. Cause I don't like the president coming in Yeah. because of the fact that, Oh, he doesn't align with what I believe. But I get what he's doing, though, because he's saying what he wants to say. And this goes into the next one, right? The fine. Yeah, so, the NFL hit him with the fine? Yeah, the 100K. I don't like that move. Because now what you're saying is, if you don't be- like, you're basically doing the same thing. Like, if you don't believe in my ideas, then I'm going to fine you. Yeah. Because when you think about it is, like, you know... People could say whatever they want on Twitter. NBA players, NFL players, baseball players, you know, everything. Now, a Coach decides to be like, you know what? I see everybody else tweeting about their beliefs, tweeting about their thoughts and their opinions on stuff. You know what? Maybe I could do that, too. Yeah. And he is absolutely right. He's in his right to say what he wants to say. Yeah, that's true. But now you're basically playing as – Black picture over it, basically saying like, "No, Except if I don't you. like it, if I don't like it, you're getting fined." Yeah, and like, I don't, I didn't like that. Like, I truly, truly didn't. Especially at the hundred thousand. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, like they force him to re, they force him to apologize, which honestly, everybody knew it's a fake apology because he feels exactly how he feels. It's not going to change
1: it. if you make him apologize.
0: Yeah. And, but I, and I get it. Fuck it. Excuse my language, but like, you know, like if he wants to say that, say it. And I'm okay with it. But for the NFL to find him, turn around and find him for speaking and using his First Amendment right of the free speech, you give all the other players that want to, you know, talk about the injustices going on out there and yeah. everything like that. And I agree with them on that. But he should have that same right, even if I don't agree with him. Yeah. Right. So that's just my thing.
1: On same here. thing as like when you have conversation with people, you may not agree, but you still give them the right to hear them out and exactly like or even them, agree to disagree.
0: Exactly. Like even I don't have to agree with you all the time, but yeah. I I will let you. I want you to say your side of the story. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be.
1: They have a right to give their side of their yeah of their conversation.
0: Exactly. Like that's all. That's all that really matters. Honestly.
1: I agree on that. I guess. Yeah, it makes a lot
0: of sense. Right. That's all I really want to really touch on on that. I mean, I could go really, really in deeper on that, but I think I might save that topic for the tips. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Right. All right, oh, what's next, buddy? Game five reaction. Game
1: five. Damn, already at five? I already at five.
0: I didn't see this game coming from Steph. Stephen Curry. He ends up going, so He struggles. He ends up going for only sixteen, and it's not like he had a great stat line. It was sixteen points, eight rebound, uh, eight assists, a steal, and like three rebounds. That's yeah. But his plus minus though, when you go into the box score, like the plus minus is a fifteen. It's a positive fifteen, meaning, like for those who don't know what a, plus, a box score plus minus is, is, how much you're contributing on the floor. Like, you're kind of accounting for, like, 15 points, per se, if I want to say it like that. Like, if that makes sense. But the thing is, he didn't make a three-pointer all game. He went 0-9 from three. He shot, what, 7-22 from the floor, and he missed a free throw. He only got to the line three times. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? And here's the difference between him, and they're comparing this. And I'm going to get to this part in a little bit, but like, here, everybody else out that played on the floor, too, right? Andrew Wiggins. He's like the fourth option on that team, third option, fourth option. He goes for 26, right? He drops 26 points. Clay Thompson comes out, drops 21. Then you, then Gary Payne Jr., Right, he comes off the bench or Gary Payne the second. Sorry, he comes out, drops 15, and then you get uh, Jordan Poole coming out with 14. So you got people that are coming out to help, yeah. Right? So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna switch over to Boston real quick. Jason Tatum goes for 27, 27 10 and four assists. It's not a bad game, you know, you shoot 50% from the floor. Go five and nine from three. It's not a terrible, but the thing that kills him is his turnovers. He had four. Mm-hmm. Right. And he just, when you look at him, like you look at the box scores and they look great. Right. Yeah. But when you watch him play, it's not impactful. They're like there's a very big difference between his 27 and Steph's 16. Like I get it. Like he's played great. Like when you just look at the box score, he played great. But like when you start going into like watching him play or watching where these buckets are coming from, he didn't play all that great because they're not great shots. He's not getting to the rim. He's he's struggling from mid range, right? He's shooting twenty three percent from the mid range, but he's shooting you know like almost forty, almost fifty percent from the three. So like he's shooting great from three. But when he start going into like layups and mid-range jump shooters, which he's actually pretty good at, he start struggling. But then you look at everybody else that's in here. You know, Robert Williams, the third, only gets ten, only gets ten points, and ten point eight rebounds. We need more product. They need more production from him. Marcus Smart goes for twenty, but him as the starting point guard, he only gets two assists. And now, personally, cool, the 20 points, I'm not expecting 20 points from him. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really, really not. He's there to just play defense and facilitate. But you only get to, uh, to assist, that means there's a lot of ISO ball going around. Right? There's a lot of it. Like, there's, there's no ball movement. There's no screens, actions. There's no player movement. It's a really about, give me the ball, get out of my way. Yeah. And... And that's how, they, that's how Boston's been playing lately. Like, you know, uh, Jalen Brown goes for 18. You know, nothing super special. Like, J.C. Tatum has the best game, you know, probably in his finals. Mm-hmm. But yet, and they can't take advantage of the fact that Steph had his, his worst game. By Steph's standards, this is his worst game. 16 points, like, are you kidding me? And you're the best shooter and you can't even make a three this entire game? Yeah, And, like... It's crazy when you hear the commentary around Steph right now. It's insane because now they're like comparing this team that uh that Steph has to what LeBron had in 2018. Like they said in the uh, commentary in the actual game. This they said, "Oh, Steph is carrying this team like LeBron did in 2018." But when you look at those two games, those two teams, they are nothing alike. Like, they are nothing alike. First off, there's no one on the Cavs that went to go get 26 when LeBron struggled. There's no one on the Cavs at that time to go get 21. There's no one to go get 15 off the bench, 14 off the bench. Right? If LeBron had... If LeBron scores 16, they're losing by 80. Yeah. And, like, LeBron dropped. And here's the thing. LeBron dropped that finals year. He dropped a 51-point triple-double. But actually, no, 51 80 eight, that first game. And they still lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still lost. Steph goes for 16, but they still win because everybody else steps up. Yeah. So that's the difference.
1: LeBron did it like, still, even though they lost, but he took it over to upon himself. Yeah, he did
0: everything he possibly could to do that. And the fashion that he lost that in alone is kind of like the summary of, oh, they're not the same. Because when you go back at that game, and hopefully you can maybe clip this into the video maybe, I don't know. But J.R. Smith, so LeBron's at the top of the key, ends up passing it to George Hill for an easy layup but he ends up getting fouled, which is fine because George Hill is an 80% free throw shooter. He makes the first one, but misses the second one, right? Mm -hmm. Game's tied right now. J.R. Smith, who's playing for the Cavs, ends up getting the rebound. So mind you in your head at that moment, I'm going to tell you as a basketball player, Mm -hmm. because I play ball now. Yeah. If it's tied and clock's winding down, I just want to get either the pass out yeah. to go get go try to give it to LeBron just for him to shoot up a three. It's tied anyway to carry going to overtime. Or I'm gonna put that ball right back up.
1: Yeah.
0: Who care who cares if I get blocked? Because I don't care. Like as long as I get this shot up before time runs out. JR grabs the ball and dribbles out the clock. And LeBron is sitting there like, you dude, pass it, pass it, pass it. Right? Like ready for the shot. He's just grabbed this ball and go. But J.R. Smith runs the clock out and ends up looking at LeBron like, oh, I thought we were up. There's no one on this Warriors team that's doing that. That that sums up everything. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, there's nothing alike. And they're just I, the blasphemy of them saying that Steph's doing the same thing as LeBron. It's just it's not. Members don't even compare yeah numbers don't compare you know LeBron's numbers even in that one, I think his worst game is that game four when they got swept, but he still dropped twenty seven ten and nine, so I mean, mind you he was he was out of gas already game four yet they were getting swept out, yeah, and he was just like oh, he, there's nothing you could do about it, you know what I mean,
1: but for him being swept out's not bad at all.
0: Yeah, especially with that team that he was going against, he was going against Steph obviously, and Clay, and Draymond, and uh, KD. He was going against that juggernaut team, ju- juggernaut team of uh, in the NBA. Like they were going against that, and I understand it. I just if Steph, I don't believe Andrew Wiggins is gonna do this again in Game Six. Which game six is in about two days, I believe. Yeah, in two days. On Thursday. Um Yeah, I don't think Andrew Wiggins will do this again. I don't think Gary Payton the second's gonna do this again. Jordan Poole's kinda of been iffy, but I don't think he's gonna go get fourteen again. So my prediction is Boston wins game six. And then then Boston ends up winning game seven because of the fact that you take this Warriors team back to Oakland, because obviously game seven is going to be back in Oakland State. Right? You take them back there, all the pressures is on them. They're the home team. They got game seven on their home floor. And... You know, in 2016, we know they don't play great in Game 7s. They haven't seen a lot of them. If you look at this team, they haven't gone... The ones they won, you know, the one they won without KD was Steph, Clay, and Draymond on loan, they won in six. The last time they went to a Game 7 in the finals, they lost in 2016. And then with the two with KD... It was in four, five games and four games. So, I mean, they haven't seen a lot of Game 7s. Yeah. But they're playoff battle tested, but they're not Game 7 finals tested. I see what you're saying. Right. And neither is this Boston team. Don't get me wrong. They're not. They're. This is their first finals ever. They got like eight, you know, they got what? Five games under their belt. So, I mean, they have no idea what they're looking for. And, like, you could tell on these on these young kids because they're so young. They're t- barely 24. You know, half this team is, like, 24, 23.
1: That's really young.
0: Yeah, like, they're, they're youngsters out there just playing. But I feel like Jason Tatum's going to have a game, game six. And then game seven, I trust Boston to get it together for game seven and go for it. That's truly, truly how I really feel. Um, but yeah, honestly, I, I just, I don't see the Warriors. Like, even if the Warriors end up pulling it out game six, I, don't, I would still have those questions. Like, I don't think they're that good. Because yeah. they're not overly good. Like, I don't, like, they have, obviously they have a great lineup. They have a good, solid team. But I just don't think they're that great together. I don't know. I'm, I'm just so – the things that I thought were going to happen in this finals never really transpired, so I'm kind of – I'm messed up right now. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. And I'm just – we're going to wait and see what happens in game six because game six is going to tell a lot. Like if – I wouldn't be mad if uh, Jason Tatum goes out for like 40, 45, but they end up still losing. Like, okay, you went out swinging – And, you know, you did everything you possibly could to try to win that game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But Golden State better realize, like, if Boston comes out clicking and you're using everything you have to finish it in six, you better be prepared to try to win a game seven. Because they don't want a game seven. They, They just don't. Like I said earlier, they just don't. They want to finish it in six and be done. Because now, and they're gonna use all their energy to try to finish this in six. Yeah, and that's just—I don't think it's smart. I just feel like you just play your game and see how it goes. Don't try to overdo it because that's where mistakes come in. That's how people get hurt. That's just how, you know. I don't know, but who do what do I know? I'm just I'm just a guy on the podcast. Yeah, you're not wrong. Honestly, right? Even though we're talking about. Shut up.
1: Well, let's move on from the NBA, bro. Let's touch up on the NFL real quick. What NFL team this upcoming season do you oh, think? Oh, those are the Q&As. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are. Uh, I, don't
0: know. I just wrote them down on the same paper. Oh. But um, You have any other questions? You got any other things that you want to add in about game five? Anything like that? If not, I'm cool with just going through that. Because I could take my time on those Q&As. Because we got a lot. Do you think
1: that if Steph comes back and... Has, like, what, what like a super game, like, on on game six. Will that solidify him now, finally? Kind of like a Cinderella story, you think? Like him winning finals MVP?
0: Yeah. Even with the last yeah. game yet? Yeah. I just, I feel like the media is trying to give it to him. First like, Wyatt. Yeah. So, like, saying, you know, saying the LeBron comparison to 2018 uh bringing up his foot like he has a bad foot injury from game four like I think he ends up going off for like game four this same series I think he dropped like 43 um but personally I just I doesn't
1: like able to feel wrong if you got it
0: <laughs> it's not like I'd feel wrong if he got it But it's like, okay, I'll put it like this. So, like I just said, Wiggins goes off for 26, right? Mm -hmm. And he ends up shooting, he ends up going for 16. But, like, my thing is, so, like, game six comes in. Clay Thompson is known to go off for game sixes. Like, he'll go go for, like, 35. He'll go for, like, 40 even. He's known to go off. My thing is if Steph has another game like this in game six, but it's either Andrew Wiggins or Clay Thompson that saves the day and drops, you know, either twenty-six each or so somebody gets twenty-five, the other dude gets like thirty. Right. And they're both both capable of doing that. Because of the gravity of Steph. Mm-hmm. Because you have to guard him as soon as he gets out of bed. Cause he's 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 a threat to shoot it. Yeah. So it's like I get it that him on the court opens up everybody else. But you still have to dominate that if you're that guy. But, like, let's say, like I said, like, let's say Clay goes off for 35. Yeah. And Steph struggles. In your head, do you really think that you're going to give it to Steph? Two bad games in a row. Yeah, you had the 43-point showcase in game four, I believe. But... Would, I can't, I don't think, I know, I wouldn't feel right giving it to you. So I'm saying.
1: You just wouldn't feel like, like you just gave it to him just to finally say you guys gave him MVP.
0: Right. And that's just, I don't feel like that should be the case. Because like, even like that 2015 finals that he won, the one that he should have technically won, mm-hmm. but they gave it to Andre Iguodala, Iguodala. Hell, LeBron still got votes, yet he lost. Because he was clearly, when you look at his stat line, he was about 32, 10, and 9. He was clearly the best dominant player on that floor. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got votes for that. But Steph didn't even get a vote. Makes sense, yeah. So it's like, it doesn't, he's not dominant. His numbers, his numbers impact games. But like, at the same time, he doesn't go out of his way to dominate it. Yeah. Because LeBron will go out of his way to do it. Giannis will go out of his way to do it. Mm-hmm. Giannis got you 50 in a game seven. Like, that dude is beyond nuts. Mm-hmm. Right. actually in the game six, he, he got 50. KD will go get you 35. Yeah. Like... The dominance is there. We haven't seen that from Steph. Instead, uh, I mean, we seen it in Game Four, which that was a crucial game because he they needed to go. They couldn't go down three one. Yeah. So that's how he goes for that forty three point blowout. And great. But then you turn around from Game Five and give me sixteen. So it's like I don't know if I. So
1: even if he does. Does whatever he does still wouldn't... technically, didn't want matter then.
0: Like, he would have to go 40 again. Mm-hmm. He would have to solidify this one. Like, end it, this game six, and then in a dramatic fashion, meaning you're dropping 45 or something, mm-hmm. then I'm going to give it to you. No. You have to prove yourself that you are that clear ahead better than everybody else on the floor. Yeah. Winning or losing. Because you could give an argument that you're... You could give it to Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Because Jason Tatum's been averaging about twenty-seven a game, mm-hmm. right? Twenty-seven, eight, and I believe seven. Like, so he's not—they're not great numbers. Yeah, but it's like he's been consistent the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. But his just his turnovers are just killing him. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't feel right just giving it to him. Like, yeah, I, don't I understand. really, really have to like really think about that.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Makes sense. I,
0: I don't know. I didn't did, I didn't do a TED talk this entire episode. I
1: don't think we need one today. I
0: don't know. It's very I don't know, this episode is very straightforward. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we know what you're talking about.
0: Honestly. It really was. So it's okay. I'm gonna leave TED Talk for another episode. It's
1: Okay, buddy. You know what time it is? What time is it? Q and A. <gasps> Q and A. We need to get a Q and A sound effect. Uh no. Do You would need my Mac for that.
0: What you got for me, buddy?
1: All right, bro. First question was what I was gonna say. Um, what NFL team this upcoming season do you think has the best defense and why? Best
0: defense. Oh, that is a tough one. I go with two off the top of my head, but If you ask me to pick two, I'd go Bills and the Rams. Um, I think with the Bills, the addition with Von Miller solidifies that front four. Uh, And then you give him another edge rusher that could still dominate. Well, it's not as dominant as he used to be, but he could still wreak havoc in the backfield. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pressure, put pressure on quarterbacks and stuff. And I feel like that's the piece that the Bills missed. That we're missing. Excuse me. But I think I'd have to go with the Rams. Because I just feel like... Like I always say about Aaron Donald. He is that guy. He's regarded as the best player in the NFL. There's no signs of him really slowing down. He gets... The man gets triple teamed. Double teamed. He gets a double with a pulling guard and a chip. So it's like... Obviously, you he controls the game. Yeah. So I I would have to say the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams, Rams. Um, especially with Aaron Donald, of course, and then the addition of Bobby Wagner, and the addition, and obviously you still have Darian the Ramsey there, who is the best corner in the game. Um. So yeah. What, dude? How you doing? <laughs> i was just saying hi, to Adrian. All right, bro. Excited because I said the Rams. <laughs> He peeked his head out. Yeah. He's probably going to come out here and just share What a guy. I'm a big fan. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Even though he doesn't watch it. <laughs> he doesn't even listen on a podcast. What a jerk. <laughs> 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 what a guy.
1: All right, bro. The next one is, um, in, your opinion, who, in your opinion, who is the best quarterback of all time? Yeah, it's like, I don't even want to hear it, bro.
0: I was thinking about this on the way home. I was thinking about this on the way home. It really was. Because when I talk about the GOAT, you got to talk about everything. Talk about accolades. Talk about Super Bowls. Talk about the stats. Right? And I can really chalk it up to two. Either go Payne Manning or Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got, I mean, Payne Manning's got five MVPs. Sorry, wrong one. Put the wrong button. Is that how you feel right
1: now? Yeah, I'm sick and tired of hearing Tom Brady and LeBron James every fucking day in this house.
0: Listen, I don't even say, I don't even like Tom Brady like that. Yeah, you do. I really don't. I just think he's the GOAT. So thanks for ruining my whole thing. But yes, Tom Brady's a GOAT. I don't think he could look past the seven Super Bowls. Uh, He does have the passing record. He does have the passing records of all time. He has a touchdown record.
1: Biggest forehead in the league.
0: He does have a... No, that's Peyton Manning, bro. Is it Peyton
1: Manning? They look Peyton the same Manning to had a big ass forehead.
0: They look the same to me. Well, I don't know. But I'm going to go with Tom Brady just because of the fact that you got... Obviously, you have seven Super Bowls. You have two MVPs. You have the accolades there. You have the All-Pros. Um, you have the touchdown record. You have the the passing yards record. So, I mean, I don't think there's a... He's a clear cut number one. So Tom Brady? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom. I hate everything about you right now. That's
1: just I'm sick and tired of hearing those dudes. I'm moving on because I don't want to hear about Tom Brady anymore. No nah, that's fine.
0: All, All right. I my phone.
1: Zion Williamson is expected to sign a 182 million extension with the Pelicans. That's money. This summer. Is that too high or too low
0: or just right? Just right. Is that too low or too high? Oh, I'm sorry. I messed do up. Um, I think it's too high. Too high? Oh, sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Right. Yeah, I think it's too high. And hear me out. It's because of this one reason. I, we haven't seen him play in about two years. He's been hurt. He's has dealing with that foot injury. Can't lose the weight. He still have about 300 some pounds. And he's only like 19 years old, 20 years old. I feel like if you're going to give him that money, you do what they did with Joel Embiid when they had time to pay him. So Joel Embiid's deal was four four years of it guaranteed, straight guaranteed. But that fifth year, if he ends up getting hurt for that same injury that he used to have, which for Joel it was a, I think I believe it was a knee issue, mm-hmm. a knee and foot issue or something. Like that. Same thing, kind of like the same similar to Zion, because he's so big. Because obviously Embiid is seven two. Three something. He's just big. Yeah. Zion is three something, but at six six, six five. He's walking around in 320. So it's like my thing is I would put those concessions in. Like, if you get hurt with the same injury that just kept you out, you could take back that fifth year. Now, Zion is not going to sign it. I wouldn't. But if Pelicans are to go down that road and give him that money, that's the deal that they have to give him. Because hmm. I don't think you could give him what a hundred eighty-nine million. Eighty, hundred eighty-two and hundred eighty-nine something. Like yeah, 80, I think. Yeah, million. Yeah, you can't. I he's due for that, and he's that great of a player to get him that. But I, you can't give him that. You just can't. He's too injury prone. To. I haven't seen him play in two years. It's just. So no, just no. I can't. So I, I, believe it's too high. All
1: right. Uh, what do you think the Cowboys' record is going to be next season?
0: Cowboys' record. I forgot to pull this up. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Huh? Um. Let me say, hang on. Give me one moment to go Sorry. Welcome to my TED Talk.
1: This is why I don't like potty.
0: Welcome to my TED Talk. The fact that Brandon is always just complaining about something.
1: I just don't want a podcast.
0: He lives with me. We love each other. We hang out. Yeah, He just yells at us all the time, and I don't like that.
1: I'm forced to podcast against my will.
0: Shut your mouth! Okay, I'm looking at who we who we're playing. We Put the Bucks week one. I feel like we're to lose. Week two against the Bengals. I I think we could pull that game off. Uh, the Giants we could win. Washington Commanders we're definitely gonna win. Then we play the Rams and. You know, week five, we might lose. Eagles, we might win. Detroit, we better win. The Bears, we better win. Green Bay, I want us to win because of the fact that, you know, Robert could go, you know, Robert could just lose because he's a Green Bay fan. Uh, The Vikings, we kind of always beat them. Uh, The Colts, we might lose that game because the Colts are actually really, really good. Oh, I forgot about the Giants. They're in between the Vikings and Colts, but we could win that game too. And then we play the Texans after the Colts. I feel like we could win that. Jacksonville, we better win that game. Eagles, I feel like we're going to lose that game. I Just because of the fact that it's hard to be a team twice unless they just suck. So, yeah, I feel like we'll lose to the Eagles a second time. And... We finished off playing against Tennessee. we we'll end up losing that game. And then Washington again. But we'll win that one. So all in all, I feel like... I think we can might win about 11 games. 11-12 games. Uh, we'll win the division. That's what I feel like. But then we end up just getting... We just get kicked in the teeth in the playoffs. And send us on our way home. So... Yeah, that's uh. I'm gonna say twelve. Twelve wins.
1: All right. Um, will eighty win another ring?
0: Yeah, I think so. With that, like, with the Lakers team, puts not how they're put together. Well, I don't know. Maybe with this new coach that came in, Darvin Ham, maybe he could do something different. But uh, I think LeBron could be the best player again on that Lakers team to win a championship and have AD kind of like in 2020 be the second guy but still be dominant. Mm -hmm. But I wish AD would take the step and be the guy in LA and LeBron be that second fiddle per se. Because LeBron's game can kind of still do it because he's such a good passer and he's a good facilitator. And so I just feel like he'll be able to work that way. Mm -hmm. But um Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. But Uh yeah, I'm going to say yes just because of the fact that I feel like AD could go get one. All right.
1: Well, um, will Dak stay with the Cowboys?
0: (sighs) Okay. Got to say something here. I don't want him to. I I really, really don't. That's how. Answer the question at the same time. I like Dak and all. I really do. But Dak frustrates me. How so? Because of the fact that he is a great garbage time stat pattern. I don't even know what that means. What I mean by that is... Garbage time. Okay. It's easy... When the game's tied up, let's say beginning of the game, it's hard to go get your it's hard to get go get points and stuff. Yards and points because everybody's on edge. You don't know when you're gonna score, you don't yeah. know when, right? They're just trying to keep you. But when the other team is up twenty-four zero, their defense now is nothing cheap, nothing deep. So they're just gonna back off you. So what's gonna happen is you're gonna get a lot of you get a lot of shallow crosses, a lot of in-routes. So you'll be able to stat-pad those yards and go get touchdowns. And Dak does that a lot. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. So last year against the Bucks, No, against uh, who were we were playing? playing something. I forget who we were playing. But they were down 24-7. to Then he ends up throwing for all these yards to go in the game. Which is great that you won, but, like, do that in the beginning. Like, if he did that in the beginning and they still won, then, okay, it'd be impressive. But it's not impressive when your whole offense is one-dimensional now because you can't even run the ball anymore when you're down that big. Mm-hmm. So I have an issue with Dak because now you're getting paid $75 million. Actually, you just got paid 75000000 million. You're getting about 40 something million a year. You're one of the highest quarterbacks, yet you have really nothing to prove for it. You got a playoff win. Cool. Can't get another one. You lose the Jimmy G in damn playoffs last year and got destroyed. So it's like, I'm kind of over it. So I feel like this is last year. He needs to prove something. They need to do something different. If not, Dak and I'm not letting Zeke off the hook here, the running back for the Cowboys, they both need to go. All right. Do something with the contracts. Rework them and try to trade them out. But I feel like they're done. They're hell of a players. They just don't work anymore.
1: I see what you're saying. That's my thing. All right. Um. Another one is uh. Does Tom Brady go to Miami?
0: No, no TED talk. Not doing a TED talk, buddy. What was that? I don't know. It was a drum? Anyways, um, I don't think so. I I feel like he's done after this contract. I don't I, I don't see him going to Miami. Don't, I would love for him to go to Miami. I feel like him in Miami would have worked. But I feel like it would only work with Sean Payton mm. there mm-hmm. as the coach. It's not going to work with his rookie coach here. Yeah. So I don't see it happening. If it does, who's the coach going to be? Are they going to get rid of this kid and just go get Sean Payton? If it is, it's messed up for this kid because he didn't even get a fair shot. They're just kind of using him as a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But I I don't see it, so I'm going to just say no.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, another one that's kind of funny, though. What? Why do Lakers suck?
0: <laughs> is that the applause one?
1: No, it's just a little, the funny drum. Oh, the the dudes.
0: Why do the Lakers suck? Um, LeBron. This team that they put together, it doesn't work. That's why they suck. It's overhyped. Yeah, you got, you got LeBron there. Obviously, he still did his thing. You got AD, who's wasn't there at all. He was hurt. Westbrook's not the same player anymore. Um, you had Ant, you know, Carmelo Anthony there. He's a shell of himself. Uh, you had Derek Nunn. Derek Nunn is that his name? Yeah. None? I don't know, but none was there. He didn't even play. Uh, Malik Monk, he did okay. Uh, but the thing that I'm saying here, the same thing, is they're not defensive players. Mm. Nobody on that team plays defense. Like you trade off KCP and you get rid of Alex Caruso to your best wing defenders on that team. Who are really legitly good defensive players, you get rid of them. I know everybody talks so much about Kuzma, how much he sucks, but he's not terrible at defense. He's long, he he could still move his feet, he could defend somebody. So, but my like you grab a team that that you're I don't even know what you were going for. It just doesn't make sense to me nobody on that team plays defense and your best athlete on that team is LeBron at 37 so for me it just doesn't make sense so that's why they sucked because their upper management just can't build a team apparently yeah and they just want to blame it on LeBron because and I get it and he has to wear this a little bit because he did want Russell Westbrook I he wanted him because I know why they wanted him Because of the fact, Brooklyn went to go get James Harden. So he's like, oh, I got to fight that with this. But his didn't work. Neither did that one. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's all I got, buddy. All today? Yeah. That was a quick one. How long was that?
1: We're at 44 minutes.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, so.
1: You're probably happy about that, huh? Yeah, yeah. What a guy. Easier
0: for me to edit. I want to hear about you a little bit, though. I mean, what? I'm going to fill in the rest of the 10 minutes or something. I want to hear about your soccer career, buddy. Oh,
1: I man. it died before I could have one.
0: So, it's like, did you, like, did you, like, play in, like...
1: So, it started because, so, my dad always played soccer. That was just his, his thing. Right. And, but he, he would play every Sunday. And... I used to go to all his games. So I'd just be that kid inside. Just I was cool to all his friends I played and whatever. So and then I was one day we, uh most of my friends during uh, like recess would play soccer and I was like, Well, let me try it out.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And once I started playing, I was like, Okay, this is for me right here. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and just give it a shot. So I told How old my, are
0: you at this time? This is like
1: third grade, maybe second, like third grade, fourth grade. So I told my dad, I was like, hey, every Sunday I go, why don't you just coach me or teach me something, you know? Right. And he's like, well, I can't coach you, but I got to play or whatever. And I was like, well, I guess. So my dad thought he was busy, too, from work outside from that. So I would just pick up a bar. So we live in an apartment complex, and we just the kids started playing. Right. And I was trash. You're trash? <laughs> I was trash. I was horrible. Frankie windows because I couldn't kick straight. It was bad. So what I did is I would just eventually just uh, start. Um, I would go outside and play by myself and like practice like little dribbles and stuff and whatnot. I pretty much learned like street soccer to its core.
0: Okay.
1: I didn't really know the basis of like the real rules and how you actually play soccer and like things like that. Strategy, yeah, stuff like, like that. all that the nuances. Just, of the game, I'm over yeah, here like mean. using the walls as my. The, I would not give me the pass. I'm doing all this extra stuff. Right. So then my dad stops playing because he gets injured, but he starts coaching the adult team. Mm. So my dad sees it. I started playing, um, just like picked it up on my own. So when I would go to his games on Sunday, because I was tall as a kid, and I think the youngest I could play was like 17 in an adult league. Right. They lied and made me like a fake thing at the at the league. Like he knew my guy, my dad knew the guy. And it said that I was 17, but I was like, 12, 13. <laughs> so I started playing with the adults in the adult league. Like with Every, grown man, yeah, my dad's like, hey, this who's hurt, go in there. And I'm like, what do you, I, I didn't know what, I didn't know about. position. Uh, yeah, none of that. So he's like, just go play a uh, uh, center mid. I'm like, where's that? He's like, right there. And then I was like, okay, cool. See, we explain what I have to do. Mm. And I'll start playing. And then he was like, go be forward. And once I started, like that's how I kinda learned how to where you're supposed to be at and where you're better at, stopper or whatever. I ended up being goalie for them like a couple of times. And after that I was just like, Oh, you know what, this is dope. Now that I know the actual at least the basics, how this runs, Uh I just started playing all the time. So uh, I fell in love with it immediately once I really knew how to play and then playing with adults and like playing in finals for them. I'm like the 13-year-old kid, but no one knows I'm 13. And then just giving passes that were scoring passes and then scoring in the finals and things like that, it was insane. Right. So after that, every day after school, go home, drop my backpack off, and then go to the park. High school, especially in high school. I'd get home. My mom would be like, hey, you did your homework? i go, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it on the bus on the way here. I'm good. Right. Leave for five hours every day with all the homework and just play. And I'm getting into... Um, JV at Norco, huh. but I can't even play anymore because of my grades. Right. I was trash. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you—it's just like it was what I wanted to do the most before I—I I mean, I've always loved music and stuff. But soccer was the one thing I was like, I'm gonna do this. Like, I want to play. I want to. Right. Eventually, if I go to like college, get a scholarship for soccer and. Mm-hmm. Dude, I really, like, you couldn't take me off the TV from all the games. European League, American League, Mexican League, all that, dude. I was, I wouldn't miss a game. It was my whole life. And then now I haven't played in, pff, I don't know, like an actual, taking it serious, part, like 10 years. But that was the one sport that I was just like, to this day, like, if I do want to get back into it, it would be that sport. I wouldn't, I used to play basketball a little bit too, but. It wasn't really my thing. Right. Like soccer was like, that's where I was at. Everywhere I go, I take a soccer ball. It didn't matter where I was going. Soccer right. ball. And that's just, it just sucks that I kind of let that go. Because, I mean, I was really good. I could have been like, even until I not, I would have kept it going. I think it would have been something I would do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I'd be really good at it and could have maintained it. Yourself. Yeah, I could have maintained that, but now it's still too late for that. I get you. <laughs> that's my background on the, Soccer.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to get a little bit more out of Brandon. All right. We're going to ask Brandon how he plays and where he
1: started at and stuff like that. I'm trying to figure out where I can call him for a PTO. There we go. Well, we're never going to figure that out, buddy. I still can't find any charge number.
0: But uh, I think that's all the time we got for today. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. I uh, appreciate everybody sending in the questions. Um,
1: yeah. Please keep sending this amount. We like Yeah. That. Send those questions in.
0: Great for it's great for the show. Great for both of us. We could. Talk, have connect a conversation. with you guys
1: more this way. Whether you, you guys, willing to you guys, your opinions or just asking us things and how Drew sees everything. It it really helps a lot. Right, it's a great conversation.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing here. We're just having trying to have conversations here about certain stuff. Um, and then if you have suggestions about what we should talk about, send them in through the DMs, uh, through our personal DMs if you want, uh, or through the views and sidelines. Um, and so that's a little better for us. That I way we Taylor. could. That way we could just. Keep those collective.
1: Yeah, we have it all on one channel right there, and right, we just we get you you guys questions and we we answer them all. We won't skip any.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we answer all of them. It doesn't matter. Uh, but go ahead. Shout out the, shout out to I mean shout out the podcast to everybody that you know. Give us five stars. Rate us. Um, follow the Twitter page. We're gonna start posting everything on there first. Um. It's- our mini episodes are gonna have a mini episode coming up soon.
1: We have new plans for the podcast. Yeah, so we we're do gonna update the Twitter. Um, yes. we got new, new media, What did you say? Uh, content.
0: Yeah,
1: like you said, mini episodes coming.
0: Uh, um, got a mini episode coming up with Dilf, the Dilf guy Joey. If BC, it doesn't, if it BC doesn't matter, Joey. it's not Joey, it's BC uh, Joey. The BC Joey. We have him come in pretty soon. And the King of talk my Chicken. Us. Uh, but. Other than that, I appreciate you guys listening in. Brandon, appreciate you too.
1: Yeah, man, you already know.
0: And I'll uh, see you guys next week, guys.
1: Later, guys.